Hey guys, this is a very special and vulnerable episode of The Conquest of Bliss. It is the final episode. So I wanted to dedicate this episode especially to Caldi, who worked with me for the last, most of the last two years and was with me through thick and thin. If you noticed that the quality of the sound increased exponentially, <laughs> that was Caldi. So thank you so much, Caldi, for just everything. The Conquest of Bliss, a podcast about finding light in the darkness. Welcome back to The Conquest of Bliss. I am your host, Kara Fernstrom, and I am solo today. So for those of you who don't know, although I've shared it on my socials and and stuff, this is going to be the last episode of The Conquest of Bliss, uh, maybe for now or maybe for always. It's uh, it's hard to say right now. So this episode might be a little bit short because I'm by myself, um, and I'm going to talk a little bit to start with about why. (laughs) why I've made this decision and I'm going to be real vulnerable about (sighs) about some of the things that I struggle with and so to start with I just want to be clear I don't normally do any like take any kind of medication before I record but in this case I took some of my anxiety medication because I want to make sure (laughs) I want to make sure that I am able to speak clearly and not just start crying in the middle of it because this has been a really hard choice. So I guess one of the things that I kind of have to start with, um, well, I'll I'll say, so the reason that I am choosing to leave is because of my health. My physical health has been uh, not great lately. Um, And if you didn't know that, that's not surprising because most people don't know that. Um, I've been struggling as much as I have, partly, mostly because I, you know, I have some struggles with accepting my worth outside of my ability to produce, Um, you know, produce, have output that is considered valuable to the world at large. Um, So admitting that I have health issues that prevent me from continuing my work is something that's really, really hard. And rather than uh, admitting that for far too long now, I just pressed through and I just figured it out. So I'll start with saying that, you know, a lot of people I think don't realize what goes into podcasting um, or at least a podcast like this one. There's just a crazy amount of stuff. Uh, There's, you know, the basic stuff like website maintenance, obviously scheduling, producing episodes, um, like recording episodes, publishing episodes. Um, I was very, you know, very lucky to have someone who helped me with editing. And so I was able to do that. Um, Part uh, That part wasn't done by me, but otherwise the rest of it was all me. Um, And then on top of that, there is all of the marketing stuff and the graphics and 
creating spaces where people feel safe, you know, um, relationship building, reaching out, research, just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of work. And that's all not to mention when there are things that are complicated, you know, um, just recently I was supposed to have, or I did have, uh, I recorded an episode with someone who ended up in the middle of a very, very large and confusing controversy. And I, I was kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because I wanted to release the episode. Um, but they were being harassed and there was death threats and stuff. And they told me not to release the episode because they didn't want me to be harassed. And anyways, my point is that it's been complicated and there's a lot that goes into producing this show, which I'm not complaining about. I am just trying to lay the groundwork for understanding why I have to stop. Um, Because while there's all of this work, Um, you know, there were, you know, easily many 60 hour weeks, you know, where I would wake up and immediately start working and be working until bedtime. Um, poor Matt. And there were, (laughs) there were a lot of days like that, even in December when I wasn't producing episodes, I was working on stuff in the background. I was trying to get everything ready for the new season and, it's just been a lot. And so on the other hand, um, talk a little bit more about why this matters, why it matters, how much work goes into the show is my health is not good. It hasn't been good for, I mean, it's never, it's not been good at all at any point during the show, but in the last year, in particular, in the last six months, I have been seeing an increase in new and terrifying symptoms, um, just a lot. And I have found that I haven't had time to do my basic, you know, just basic human maintenance on top of the extra maintenance that goes into being a disabled person. So like, what I mean is that I was, you know, not getting nearly enough sleep I could go two weeks and realize that I hadn't actually been outside. Um, You know, I wasn't showering as much as I'd like to have, although I think with the pandemic, that's a pretty normal problem. Um, But long story short, I wasn't, I, I wasn't finding that I had the time or mental capacity to deal with any of the things that I could have been, should have been dealing with. And then at the same time, I was having way more symptoms that were undoubtedly (laughs) exacerbated by stress. So I was seeing, you know, an increase in all of these symptoms. Um, I, I posted on my Facebook, but I don't know if I ever said it on the podcast. I just, I ended up starting a medication called gabapentin, um, which deals with your nervous system and your pain receptors and stuff. And, I mean, of course, that's not a bad thing. I'm not anti-medication, but I've always been very, very afraid of medication that works on the brain or the higher level systems. Um, you know, like when it's a muscle relaxer or something, you know, a, sympt- a system that's not like kind of at the top level, it, it wasn't as scary for me. But when it deals with the brain, you know, I've always been afraid of that. But the pain and the issues that I was having got to the point where 
you know, realistically, it was that or or I was in a lot of danger of being in too much pain to even I don't know how to say it. It sounds it's kind of fucked up. Um basically there was a point where my pain levels got so bad that like I don't I don't know if like I don't know what the right word is. I felt like I wanted to be euthanized or wanted to euthanize myself. And I use that term because I've been suicidal before when I was younger as it relates to, you know, mental health issues where I felt like there was no point in going on and the world wasn't going to get better and all sorts of, you know, I think pretty common stuff with suicide. But this this situation happened um, before I went on the gabapentin where I was just in so much pain so consistently and there there wasn't really any end in sight and I just I deeply and like I I don't I don't know what to say because it's I I, it was more than considering but less than an attempt um but it was scary and it's been a long time since I've been anywhere near that point and so I got to that point and you know, Matt and I talked and I was like, I I don't know what to do. Like, I just was in, I was just in pain all the time and I was exhausted and I never had a, I just never felt like there was a break from the pain and the symptoms that I was having, like numbness and, and uh, numbness and issues with my muscles um, spasming and issues with my muscles just not working or my nerves not working and not feeling things. And, uh, my, ultimately I, you know, we decided that I would make an appointment with my doctors, um, sooner than was scheduled. And I ended up going on the gabapentin and we were trying that and, and we're still, I'm still on the gabapentin. And the gabapentin hasn't really had any symptom or like, like side effects, but it's, well, besides dry mouth, but I already have issues with dry mouth. Um, but otherwise, like it was, it also wasn't working, you know, isn't working yet. Hopefully, um, you know, I have not gone up to the maximum dosage, so maybe it'll help. Um, but the reality is that the biggest problem was that I wasn't spending, I wasn't able or I didn't feel able to spend the time that I needed because I was worried about my show. Um, so symptoms kept happening. And then very recently I had another health crisis, um, that was different, unrelated and very, very emotional. Um, I'm not going to get into what exactly that crisis was, but it led me to reassess, um, reassess the cost of the show and and I mean I'm really fucking sad guys I love doing this you know I love the way that it makes me feel I love getting to talk to people I'm sorry I I said I was gonna try not to cry um but I love I love my work but I also like there's a few things number one is that I knew like if I if I continued the show once I had the epiphany, you know, because like, I mean, OK, I'm going to do my best to explain here. 
I always knew that, or I, I knew that as the show grew and as things got more and there was more and more work, I knew that it was, I knew that I had to, like, I knew that it was affecting my health, but I kind of pushed that aside, tried to find other solutions, tried to find other solutions. Um, this wonderful person uh, named Jake was working with me to try and work on the background stuff and manage some of that. And like, we were trying really, really hard to find solutions. And then after this most recent health crisis, it dawned on me that I was doing everything but what, what I obviously needed to do. And that was to let go of what I was doing for now, maybe, you know, but because I need to be able to let it go so that I can focus on my health. In my head, I'm considering it forever. Does that mean that it'll be forever? Not necessarily, but in my head, in my head it is. <laughs> um, so, so that's kind of, yeah, that's, that's that. And then, yeah, once I realized what was going on, I was definitely in crisis mode, definitely been crying a lot. Um, and I talked to my doctor and my doctor was like, yeah, you need to quit. You need to quit everything um, and take the time you need to, you know, relax, focus on your health, do everything, you know, that I haven't been doing um, and just take time to get better. And he reminded me that this is, you know, like I was, I'm on, a, I'm on the disability program because I can't work. And like, sure, if I can, if it's not affecting my health to work for <laughs> negative money, not that that matters, but you know, um, definitely spent a lot more than I made doing this show. Um, but you know, if I can do that and it's not affecting my health, that's fine. But if it is affecting my health, it's kind of a slap in the face to the to the disability program, you know, making sure I can survive while I'm, you know, doing this work for for free. Um, he also reminded me that I can always come back and that that, you know, I can worry about that when I'm OK. I can worry about it when I'm better. And, you know, I mean, I've, I've cried a lot because I don't. <sighs> I really don't like being the sick girl. I don't like feeling like my health makes me unreliable. Um, you know, and, and honestly, this is, this is such a shitty time to quit, which kind of leads me to the other thing I wanted to talk about. And that is that I'm so, I'm so happy about everything this show has become and everything that we've managed to accomplish with this show is so, is so beyond anything I could have hoped for. I I can't believe it. Um, I'm going to read a list of things that have occurred. <laughs> so did you know that this show has been downloaded on every continent except for Antarctica? It's been downloaded in at least 50 different countries, not companies, countries. Um, it's in the top 3%, which translates to the top 83,000 out of 2.78 mil. Um, it's charted sometimes multiple times in Canada, the United States, Great Britain, Australia, New Zealand, France, India, El Salvador. And it actually translate or ugh, it actually charted in Canada last month. Um, 
94, and it actually at one point hit the Indian all-time charts for philosophy. Um, it's got dozens of five-star reviews, um, and maybe, I think there's one four-star review out there, but I haven't been able to find it since I, like, they reviewed it when I first started the show, and I haven't been able to find it since, <laughs> so, um, and I've also gotten to guest on a lot of amazing shows, um, and we were featured on the This Is The This Is Today podcast, which is a podcast about, you know, what's going on in the world today and what's trending. And that was just last week or, or oh, that was just last month because <laughs> this is not going to be put out this week. So that was last month um, on Valentine's Day. So the show has exceeded all, all of my wildest expectations. Um, I just started a show one day because I wanted, I wanted to talk about happiness. You know, I wanted to share what I'd learned about happiness. Like this information was so inaccessible for so long and, you know, things got rolling, things were going well. And, you know, to me, it was always just a really cool bonus that there was any level of success. And I'm, yeah, like, like I, <laughs> I'm floored that there was this much success and I'm grateful that there was this much success and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I wouldn't trade this experience for the world. And I hope that one day I can come back. But as I said before, I can't, I can't promise anything and I can't let myself live there um, with the hope that I'll come back or I may as well just keep doing the show if I have it on my mind all the time. So I'm sorry if any of you are really disappointed about this. I sure am, you know, I, I mean, I, I guess I always knew that the show would have to end at some point, but I didn't know, I didn't know when, I didn't know it would be so soon. I had a lot of cool plans in the works, um, that I've now had to undo, which fucking sucks. Um, but also, also I'm really proud of myself. I'm proud of myself for making this decision. I'm proud of myself for standing my ground. And I'm so proud of everything that's happened. So if you are looking for more information on happiness and well-being and emotional literacy, I recommend that you check out the Happiness Lab podcast. And I recommend that you check out the Causing the Effect podcast. Um, and there are some other podcasts too that are very much about well-being and happiness. Um, if you want to listen on the therapy side of things, uh, the mental podcast, um, is therapists talking about therapizing. Um, so that's also a great show. There's, there's really a lot out there, a lot more established shows out there, uh, talking about what I talk about than there were when I started or at least that I knew of when I started. So that original goal, that original niche that I was trying to fill is, is being filled by others as well as, you know, my show will, like, I'm not planning on taking down the feed. You can listen to these episodes as many times as you want. I'm moving the feed, but I'm not taking it down. And yeah, the biggest thing I want to say, though, above anything else is just thank you. 
Thank you to everyone who was ever involved in the show. Thank you to everyone who ever listened. Thank you to my incredible guests. And just everyone that helped me help me live a life that is the coolest life I ever thought I could live, you know? I've never done anything in my life that I, that was more perfectly suited to me. I'm going to miss it. But I know that I'm making this decision for my health and for my future. You know, my my doctor reminded me that I can always come back to this, but I can't necessarily get my health back if it gets too far. So that's what I'm reminding myself of. And uh, let's see, I'm trying to think of a game that I can play all by myself. Um, what does barbecue mean? It means barbecue. Okay, that was really bad. And I can't think of anything that is gamey or fun. But I will say that... I love y'all. Oh, maybe I can I can ask you a riddle and then you could pause the show and try and guess and see if it's right. So, okay, okay, I'll do the Sphinx's riddle. So maybe you already know it. But what has four legs in the morning, two legs in the afternoon, and three legs in the evening? Now, you're going to pause the show and then we're going to wait. Now I'm going to vote. I'm about to say the answer. The answer is man. The answer is man because when you are a baby, you crawl on four legs. And in the afternoon, you're bipedal. And then in the evening, meaning later in life, you use a cane. So I didn't make the riddle. I heard that that was a Sphinx's riddle. But hey, you know what? I don't actually know. I heard that when I was like 12 and I believed it without ever researching it. So maybe it's just a weird riddle and not the Sphinx's riddle. I don't know. But I hope (laughs) I hope you appreciate how I chose to end it. And I appreciate God. I just appreciate y'all so much. I appreciate this show so much. And uh, yeah. So to Kara, thank you for sharing all of that information, even though it was extremely vulnerable, but you did a good job because you barely cried. Well, thank you, Kara. And to my audience, I love you. Bye.
If you're like me and you hate the grind of finding new bands but love when you find them, I have a recommendation for you. After Dark is sponsoring today's show, and they are fantastic. So if you're anything like me, go check them out. Check out Colors is probably the first one I'll recommend. After that, my second favorite's probably Breakaway. Highly recommend them. Spotify After Dark.